1: Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call one 858 858 Gee, I tell you what, we're covering all sorts of sports here, aren't We've we? We've been back, everywhere. Yeah. We've been everywhere, man. Uh, across the desert, yeah, man. As has our next guest, man, uh, BP Brett Phillips joins us on the line. Brett, good afternoon to you. How are you? Uh, g'day, Chris. G'day,
0: Doug. Hello, nice mate. What's happening? Your, nice to be in your part of the world up here in uh, Sydney. Uh, just touched down today, ready for the ATP Cup to kick off uh, the summer of tennis. So uh, you're just out here at Homebush, just taking in the surrounds and uh, the calm before the storm.
1: Well, in in terms of weather and storms, I, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that, BP. You, you see, we turned the weather on for you today. See what we can do? The powers of SEN? Beautiful day in Sydney over the next couple of days with the ATP Cup. Though um, every day I, I seem to be reading more and more uh, people are pulling out. What's the latest?
0: Yeah, yeah, oh, it's fascinating. Really, I, I look down the list of all the uh, the countries that are competing, and yeah, it's uh, there's some very recognizable names, and I'm going to be uh, totally honest here. There are some names as someone that covers tennis uh, throughout a whole year. There's mm. some names I have absolutely never heard of. So, um, well, do just be, be honest. Out, no dinner for me. No dinner for me, Chris, tonight. She's so going to be deep in research. Uh, number one, to pronounce uh, some of the names and also to uh, uh, just build up their bios because we've got some players very lowly ranked. But this is sort of the unique part about the ATP Cup. I like the first edition. It was here in, I did Sydney two years ago. It was in Perth and Brisbane, the group stages. And you've got the top end talent who are qualified courtesy of their ranking. And that means their nation qualifies. but you've got some countries where, you know, the, the, the depth isn't really there. So you've got players who are ranked 700, 800 in the world mm. playing the biggest tournament of their life and getting the biggest paycheck of their life. So a real discrepancy in all that, but um, I love the underdog in sport and let's hope there's a few underdog victories. The format of
1: the ATP Cup, a relatively new event. just Just outline that for our listeners.
0: Yeah, we've got 16 nations, so it's going to be spread across two venues uh, this year, uh, Ken Roseall Arena and QDOS uh, Bank Arena. So confined just to Sydney, pretty much for COVID reasons. Mm. Uh, four groups of four who play in a, a round-robin format, so you play all the teams in your group and the highest qualifiers uh, go through to meet in the semis, uh, come... Uh, Friday and Saturday next week, and then the final on the, on the Sunday. So yeah, it's two singles matches, uh, then followed by doubles for each tie. And each team can name a maximum of five players, but there's some uh, teams that have named, you know, just the three players, and one of those is uh, is the captain. So yeah, look, it's you know it's, it's still very much early in its infancy. Obviously, last year they had an abbreviated version in Melbourne uh, just to keep it running. Uh, I mean, reason, I think they sort of fast track the ATP Cup because so many were disgruntled with the Davis Cup and where that's gone, but you've mm-hmm. sort of got two cups that are on top of each other only, what, about a month apart. So I think long-term they need to do something about that and maybe bring it all together as one big sort of World Cup of tennis and whether you need to have it every year. But look, no doubt, a lot of these tennis players, guys, love the opportunity to be part of the team because it's very rare in tennis that you're you know, you're part of a group. And Novak Djokovic is,
1: is the household name, the biggest name, uh, and the biggest um, withdrawal, unfortunately. We're still not sure if you'll if you'll line up at the Aus Open.
0: Yeah, your guess is as good as mine, I'll tell you, because yeah. I, I've still got no clarity on it uh, whatsoever. I mean, I suppose you would make the assumption, because he's pulled out of the ATP Cup, that the Australian Open's done, but he still hasn't made that call. Uh, Tennis Australia... They haven't stated anything at the moment. They're waiting for notification notification from the Djokovic camp. Uh, there's still no word from Novak. Look, he, uh, he certainly played deep into the season, you know, playing uh, Paris, the ATP finals in London. He then played the Davis Cup. So really, by the time he got back to Serbia, he's only had about three weeks off. Um, so I think he's probably bought himself at least another week. And if there's one man who can come into a grand slam... Without playing a lead-up tournament, it is someone like Djokovic who's pretty match hardened and match conditioned. But yeah, we still don't know whether he's actually going to get on the plane and rock up here. It can make it a bit of an inconvenience, can't it, mate? Because you just want you just want the answer, don't you? So everything get in line because obviously that's going to you know that's going to put a damper on people's ticket sales because they want to go see someone like that, don't they? Oh, absolutely, Doug. And I mean the other one is Nadal as well. I mean there's still still. Um, you know, a little bit of doubt on Raffa because he contracted COVID only about a week ago, played a little exhibition in the Middle East. We haven't seen him for six months with that foot injury. And, you know, to come and play on the hard courts of Melbourne Park when you're a bit underdone yeah. is not ideal for Nadal, who has been injury-prone. And, and a lot of those injuries have come in Australia. He's only won the Australian Open once. You know, he's another year older. He turns 36 next year, and he's trying to still get the best out of his body late in his career. So, you know, whether we even see Raffa, uh, rock up in Australia. Not that they want to miss a grand slam, but because it's such a long year, they've got to think about you know um, getting through a, a whole tennis season. So, yeah, there's still a few question marks. There's been a few names other
1: than Novak that we know are not going to be playing in the, in the Australian Tennis Open. Uh, Benoit Pair, I think, is the latest. Uh, Dominic Thiem, mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. Um, yep. be, Milos Raonic, I think, there's a couple of others as well. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Beverink is not playing. He was certainly always going to be out because he just hasn't recovered from the knee. We know Roger's obviously not coming back uh, at this stage. Guido Payer, Argentina, who's a pretty decently ranked player. He's also out. There's a handful of women. We know Andreescu and obviously Serena. Um, her headline, a few of the women not playing. So, yeah, I think it's, it, it's sort of a combination of the COVID factors. There's a combination of some injuries. Uh, the Australian Open is the first port of call at the start of the year. And if you're not feeling absolutely cherry ripe, um, you know, there's no Mm. point really coming into a grand slam underdone. So yeah, it's not ideal to miss a grand slam. They're the four biggest prizes, but uh, you've just got to put your health and, um, well, being at the you know, the top of the top of the list,
1: I guess the upside or the silver lining is um, that it, it opens up the draw uh, for someone you know, like a Nick Kyrgios on on the men's side, or like an Ash Barty on on the women's side. Just on Nick Kyrgios too, I'm interested to see what what his path through to the Australian Open looks like, because he's um, you know, I guess very underdone in terms of mm. um, a lack of tennis over over the recent year. Did I read or see he's had a bit of a spat with uh, one Bernard T?
0: What's oh, happened? Isn't, huh? isn't it? Oh, it's wonderful, eh? The two short <laughs> I thought they were mates. We Oh, having little spat. Oh, yeah, Bernie reckons he's better than Nick, and oh, let's get it on. Yeah. Oh, geez, it's wonderful to start the year, uh, Chris. You know, <laughs> they won two games in, in a row at all? on the Gold Coast. <laughs> Not oh. for a while. Well, Bernard's been so far off the radar, Doug. I think, look, the penny... The penny looks like it's finally dropped for Tomek to get feed income, but this is only in words and it's only in off-court action at the moment. Now, whether he can convert that, because he'd be looking at things, he's, what, 28 now, time's got away quickly, he's burnt through a lot of cash, there's no fallback option. It's not like you know Bernard's got a second career there or he's got... Uh, investments left, right and centre. He needs to make some more money out of tennis. He's got more talent on his little finger than most professionals out there. So maybe the pennies drop, but he's got to get himself fit because this sport is just, uh, you know, it, it's no no, no forgiving players who are taking shortcuts fitness-wise. It's just uh, too brutal out there on the tour uh, these days. And yeah, Nick, um, we'll wait and see. He's, he's booked in to play Melbourne next week. He'll play the Sydney uh, Classic the week after up here and then, and then the AO. But yeah, hasn't played a lot of tennis for a long time. So, we'll, uh, mm. yeah. don't know, don't know how to predict what those two will do right oh, now.
1: Well, who knows? Jordan Thompson, Lexi Popper, and they're also playing in that uh, 250 tournament, aren't mm. they, with uh, Nick Kyrgios in yep. Melbourne. So that begins on January the 3. Uh, so Kyrgios, for that event, has got the wild card. How does Bernie get into the Australian? He'd
0: have to qualify, wouldn't he? Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Well, well, what's the likelihood the of that? He's the, well, he's rankings down in the 200s. But if Tomek's feed income, Chris, he probably – he wins those three matches True. if he's absolutely fed income. He has got that much talent. That's mm. why it's frustrating yeah. because he can just play, um, you know, a, a game of chess out there on the tennis court. He doesn't belt the cover off of it, he's so good strategically. He's mm. got – a great tennis brain, Bernard, but um, yeah, he's, got the, he's got to sort of put the strategy and the physicality together and then um, hopefully we can see the best out of him. But, yeah, he'll have to do the hard yards. There'll be no favours, certainly from Tennis Australia.
1: Well, all eyes will be on Ash Barty, won't they? Um, well, not all eyes, but we're a very keen interest in following his Ash yeah. Barty. Uh, but also for Sam Stoza, um
0: a final uh, swan song for her, at least in the singles. Yeah, it's nice. So, you know, I've, I've been thinking a lot about the wild cards and, Australia certainly have an up as, as one of the Grand Slam nations. We have that luxury of being able to award our players, whatever they're ranked, a wild card into the Australian Open or other events in Australia. So that's a privilege that not a lot of other countries have. Now, Sam Stose's singles career pretty much has been finished for about two years. Still playing very good doubles, but her ranking in singles is down around three, 400 in the world. But I think... Yeah. For what she's achieved in the game, being a Grand Slam winner and her stats over time certainly add up. It's a pretty impressive record that she deserves to have that opportunity to uh, play singles one last time and and bow out on her terms. And let's let's hope she can win, you know, a match or two. Uh, It's become harder for Sam at 37, close to 38 in singles to compete Mm. with the younger girls coming through. But, yeah, hopefully there's a little... Fairy tale of sorts, but still going to play doubles next year, and she's still playing pretty good doubles.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, you can still make a very decent living, can't you? You're playing the doubles without as much, um, I guess, toll being taken on the body. Brett, thanks for your time, mate. Always good to chat, and I'm I'm sure we'll be uh, talking a fair bit more over over the coming weeks. No problems. Pleasure. Great stuff. There is Brett Phillips, uh, the voice of of tennis uh, here on SEN.
0: It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things
1: off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.